learning the ropes. My name is Matt. With me, as always, we got Andrew. Sup? And we got our young lion. War! Tyler. <laughs> War! Uh, Tyler is now Wardlow. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Or Namor the Submariner. Coming in hot. That's a probably more like niche since it's referencing one specific comic book panel that my friend and I meme about. It's a. Uh, or the Elden the Ring. Joke. Oh, yeah. Or, or the, the Elden uh, Ring enemies who are coming on. War! Or that Avenged Sevenfold song, This Means War. I'll bring them up here. If you like Avenged Sevenfold, seek help. Just, they, uh, have a, they have two good songs. Rise now, ye tarnished, ye dead who yet live, Matt, and Tyler, and the loathsome Dung Eater. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is a wrestling podcast. This but is whatever I want it to be podcast. But if you've listened this far, I imagine you're as much here for this as you are for the wrestling. Yeah, Welcome to Learning this. the Ropes. <laughs> Oh, we're just doing a second intro. We're just redoing it. I thought that was gold. I get. I guess I'm not redoing it. <laughs> Fuck. I love relishing in the power that we have, Tyler. To like, yes. We we ruin the first intro and then Matt, Matt tries to fix tries it. To do a second like, nah, one. nah, you're not doing that. You're not yeah. fixing it. Just ruin intro number two on purpose. <sighs> Wrestling! What are we talking? <laughs> what are we watching this week? Yo, Tyler, what do you know about Yokozuna? I've heard of this person. Yeah, so Yokozuna is definitely for real a Japanese sumo wrestler. It's also his 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 character from the hit anime series Curran Lagan. No. That's Yoko Lidner. <laughs> oh, fuck! See, I'm dyslexic, but for sound. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so Yokozuna, definitely for real, a Japanese sumo wrestler, monster heel who debuts for WWF in 1992. Totally not a Samoan dude named Rodney Anoa'i. It's a badass name. Totally not a Samoan dude that is totally playing not. a Japanese character. He is Japanese. Not even close. He is totally not a member of the of the Anawaii family. Uh, you know, the family of Samoan wrestlers that includes dudes like The Rock, Roman Reigns, The Usos, Rikishi, The Wild Samoans. Totally not a part of that family. He is not, okay. It's good. He is he is 100% a Japanese sumo wrestler. It'd be problematic if 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 he was. Actually, I Maybe it wouldn't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it would be actually. I think. I think. I think we yeah, don't have uh, any. We don't have. See. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's... We don't have any Asian people on this podcast, so you know we, we can't say for sure. And you you see you could here's... ask you could ask your Asian girlfriend. Yeah, hey, see... we gotta stop bringing up the Asian girlfriend. See, here's the here's the thing. <laughs> uh, I think that like I I would say that I think if that were the case if Yokozuna was actually a Samoan man named uh Rodney Anawaii and he he was playing a Japanese man uh, uh fictionally uh in kayfabe in in wrestling like that would be problematic but the problem is 
we don't know what like the world's take on that scenario would be because it wasn't true. He was Japanese. What do you mean? Yeah, and he does. He he, he becomes a fixture of the WWF through uh, all of like 1992 and 1993. He's booked as just like this unstoppable monster that no one can beat. He's just this big guy that like you can't just. He's a big guy? He's a big fun guy? You can't even like take him down. Yeah, because it was all, you know, hinged on the fact that like. He's a, a big old guy. He he weighs in. He's billed at 505 pounds. Oh. Um, and his finishing move was called the Bonsai Drop, oh. uh, which was a move that saw him, he would get up on the, on the second rope uh, in the corner, um, and he would just jump off the second rope and land in, like, a seated position on his opponent's chest, uh, crushing them so that they can't, like, kick out of it as, like, it becomes a pin. Crushing um, them and breaking their their rib cage in the process. Yeah. Uh, notably, this move uh, took out Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, American hero. Um, yeah, it and took about two by for, four enthusiast. Took about for two goddamn months. Yeah, he didn't wrestle for two months after getting hit with the bonsai drop. But now Yokozuna would enter the Royal Rumble in 1993, and now Tyler, you are familiar with the rules of the Royal Rumble, correct? It's a fucking clusterfuck, right? But uh, you you know when you whenever you have a really big guy, you gotta ask yourself, how are they gonna get him out of there? Yeah, yeah. how are they gonna do it? It's impossible. Can't be done. And so because of that, Yokozuna would go on to win the Royal Rumble in 1993, last eliminating Randy Macho Man Savage. In order to win a title match against the then WWF champion Brett Hitman Hart. Uh, now, a little quick note: based on some research that we were doing, it seems like the original plan was for Savage to win the Royal Rumble, and then we would actually be getting Brett Hart versus Randy Savage uh, oh. at WrestleMania Want. for the WWF Championship, which would have been an amazing match. Want. But. Uh, because Vince, uh, we're getting this match instead. We're <laughs> yeah, I guess because because Vince is like Vince, you know they they spent all of like nineteen ninety two, uh, like building Yokozuna as like a monster heel. So I I guess I get why, uh, Vince McMahon, uh, decided to go with that. That said, I I deeply wish I deeply wish we could get to watch Macho Man wrestle Bret Hart. It's like the like one of the greatest uh, 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 wrestlers ever in Macho Man going up against the actual goat, Bret Hitman Hart. Uh, what what yeah. extra sucks is that like Savage, they didn't give him a different match at WrestleMania. Yeah, they moved him into, I forget, there's like some like s- slight like backstage shuffling because I think it, uh, at this time, Macho Man was like, uh, like sort of half in half out of the the company at that time um or like half in half out of wrestling and i think he'd been like injured or something i don't know uh a lot of like weird nebulousness around this wrestlemania main event which so without having anything to do macho man just ends up uh as as a gift to the world 
on commentary. <laughs> we get to hear oh. Macho Man Randy Savage talk through the whole match. It's fascinating. Uh, I don't know how this is going to be now. I'm somewhat concerned. <laughs> and uh, it's it's a quick kind of setup this time. The stage is set. The Royal or uh, WrestleMania Nine at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, uh, and they lean. You'll you'll see you'll see. They lean into Caesar's Palace. Yeah, you'll see when you watch the match with us, uh, Tyler, and those of you at home. You'll see they lean into the Caesar's Palace gimmick like super hard, and it's uh, I kind of love it. I know a lot of people don't. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so WrestleMania 9, Bret Hitman Hart versus Yokozuna. Let's go watch the match. And we're back. Tyler, what did you think about oh, that match? Man. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. So putting... There's, there's a big ask here. Putting aside the multiple layers of racism going on. <laughs> climaxing with Hulk Hogan winning. Up until he showed up, it was a fun match. It was a spectacle. Up until up until Hogan showed up, Hogan showed up, and I'm like, oh, this is this is what this is this is what's gonna happen, huh? And then it happened. A wild um, Hogan appeared. Oh, oh man! All right, all right. So, Bret Hart, great as always, best wrestler of all time. Uh, uh. That that was fun. It was a, it, it felt like a spectacle. It felt cool. It felt like a whole event. Um, there was some good action, some good storytelling. I like that he. I like that Bret Hart lost. And then what do they fucking do? They ruin it. They ruin it by bringing up Hogan. They fucking burn it. They burn it all. Like oh, that was cool. Like a new enemy. Nope. Hogan comes in, ends it in like what ten seconds. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> now to give uh, a little bit of, of context, the backstage context, uh, if I can do that at the moment. It's cool. Everyone cool with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so leading into this match, Brett was originally going to retain. Then That would have uh, been fine. I, 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 I'd be fine with that too, to be honest. Then Vince approaches him at some point. Uh, I forget if it's how close to the show it is. But According to Brett's book, it was the day before. Day before the show. Uh, Vince, Vince approaches. Vince was like, hey, Hulk, do you want to beat up an ethnic? Just, you know, do you want to? <laughs> Vince, Vince <laughs> approaches Bret Hart and says, look, this is the new plan. You're going to lose. Hogan's going to come out and beat Yoko for it. <laughs> Uh, Brett was pissed. Uh-huh. But then Vince and Hogan sit down with him and say, look, it'll be okay. SummerSlam, we're gonna have you beat Hogan for the belt. That doesn't happen. Okay, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, basically, Hogan wins the belt and is instantly like, I am not dropping the belt to that small person, Bret Hart. Uh-huh. Bret uh-huh. Yep. <sighs> it's incredible that wrestling got as far as it did. With Hulk <laughs> I know, Hogan right? Slowing it down at every step of the way. 
Dear God. Dear fucking God. Dear fucking God. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, gonna... I mean, literally, up until Holga came in, I was like, this is like a four out of five for me. This is fucking great. This is fun to watch. Entertaining. Good story. Bret Hart kind of getting beat down a bunch. That's cool. You don't see that too. I mean, we haven't seen that too often yet. Him just getting like dominated, you know? It was mm. cool. And then they fucking have Hogan come out. Being the hero again. You and know. Here's, here's the Not be- a hero. Here's what I think is like the, the kind of best thing. So Hogan has been gone from the WWE for a year. Oh. Because of You're the steroid the scandal. First thing he does is come in and beat a minority. That's literally so, the first thing that happens. Not literally the so Oh, okay. Uh, so what happens is following WrestleMania 8, uh Hogan is written off the show because of the steroid scandal. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're gonna get Hogan off of TV and just start pushing uh guys who are leaner. More, more that don't look like they're juiced. Literally, like we're getting Hogan off, Hogan and the Warrior off TV, and we are pushing Bret Hart. Bret Hart's juiced. I Plus, don't know I that don't he know is. If Bret is juiced. I think he's probably juicing like off season. That my man's got some. Got some like, spicy biceps. Yeah, it's one of those things where, Though, like... Okay, that's uh, hard. He does have luxurious hair, so maybe... Maybe <laughs> he's, like, microdosing. I don't know. Because that's what I was going to say. Like, if Bret Hart is on Juice uh, at all, he's, like, at the very least, it still fits. Like, we want to push guys who don't really look like they're definitely yeah. on Juice. Like, you can tell Hogan's on, like, full-time Juice because he's dying all the time. Brett looks like maybe he's just, you know, doing a cycle here and there. Um, but yeah, so Hogan takes a, He returns in February of 1993. For context, WrestleMania is in April. Mm-hmm. He did, like, two matches with uh, teaming with Brutus Beefcake. Pr- going, like, before WrestleMania. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, also, uh, uh... <laughs> it, it... It's gonna get more racist, isn't it? Literally, he 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 came at this WrestleMania. Not only was did Hogan show up like that to to win to win the WWF the WWF title. Technically, Hogan pulled double duty because he was in a match earlier on the card for the tag team championships <laughs> with Brutus oh. Beefcake. Uh. And instead, he wins his fifth WWF championship, pinning Yokozuna only sheer goddamn moments after Yokozuna beat Bret Hart. Really doing him dirty. Yeah. Like, really just the amount of disrespect. And literally, literally, um, Hogan goes on to drop the title back to Yokozuna, and then he leaves. Yep. He, like Hogan he, exits the company f- for good. Yeah, he goes to a uh, um he goes to star in some movies. Huh. And my heart hurts watching this one a little bit, not gonna lie. A little bit. It, this is a little, it's a little, a bit, little, of a... little, little bit flustering, you know? 
Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a punch in the dick, which is just like kind of Hulk Hogan in a nutshell. Um, yeah, he's literally the worst part about wrestling. What I love about this is that, like, just because of the structure of the show, we haven't talked about Hulk Hogan in a while. Yeah, yeah. in like a few episodes. And to be honest, appears. I've been having more fun because of. <laughs> uh. Also, I need to go back to the match. Fun match, but man, the just like overwhelming amount of racism from the commentators is very distracting watching this in the year of our Lord 2022. Oh my God. It's very, they, they got some, they got some things in there that have not been spoken. And I, I, like, I feel like for time they're dated. Like even when they're saying yeah. them, they're dated. And That's now what, like, I'm like, I'm definitely not sure. Huh? Um, I mean, it's 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 thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was happening? Oh my god. Um, but also moving on from that, fucking Macho Man, great commentator, very fun, very yeah. earnest. Oh, we also got our our. So speaking of commentary, you got to hear a voice uh for the first time. Well, who was it? You got to hear the voice of Jim Ross, the good old voice of wrestling. Nice. The voice of yeah. wrestling. Who... So it's not actually the first time you're hearing his voice, right? I mean, yeah. you, you, you've heard him on on Dynamite when we watched Dynamite. Yeah, but this is the first time he shows up in WWE. What did you think of his commentary? I mean, you know, it's good. Martial arts. Martial arts. Martial arts thrust. Martial arts punch. <laughs> All the things I, that Yokozuna I, does. I do actually. That is kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah, that everything he did was called a, a martial arts. Yeah. Move. Everything yeah. except for the nerve holds, man. Oh god. <laughs> that what did Jr. call it? Uh, the... I, I, I want to say it. Uh, yeah, we can't say yeah, it on this show. We can't say it on this it show. Was, they say uh, Orient, was... and not in the way you would use a map. Yeah, it's uh, they use some dated terminology to fill out what is like a you know, a, by by all accounts, uh, Yokozuna, a, a legend of wrestling, but like that whole presentation is just an uncomfortable thing to look at now, yeah. Um, and they do them dirty too, on top of it, <laughs> yeah. Um also, we haven't even talked about Mr. Fuji, his manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. he got, he Mr. got Fuji, Mr. Fuji is at least of Japanese descent. Yeah, makes He's sense. the only person involved in the gimmick that actually has Japanese ties. Uh, Mr. Fuji is half Japanese, half native Hawaiian. Uh, and, and yeah, so at least, like... Like calling him uh, also by the way because I was doing I was doing research because I because I was uh, curious uh, they call him uh, uh, Mr. Fuji his name is uh, or was sorry uh, R.I.P. in peace Mr. Fuji uh, uh, his name was Harry uh, Masayoshi Fujiwara so they call him Mr. Fuji and I'm like okay you know, that's kind of surprising okay. 
That's what my thought when I decided to look it up is surprisingly the most like kind of on point bit of the gimmick yeah, is Mr. It's, Fuji. It's, it's like, kind of endearing. And yeah, like I, you know, uh, Yokozuna didn't really get to, he didn't really get to pick what his gimmick was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's bad. And they hit Bret Hart with pocket sand. And then while he was blind, Hulk Hogan just came in. And they, dude, <laughs> the most heartbreaking part of it to me is that they made Bret Hart, like, they had to do a spot where he gives Hulk Hogan the go-ahead. It's not yeah. even like he he gets kind of, like, checked on by, like, a doctor and walked backstage before Hulk Hogan accepts the challenge. They made Bret the Hitman Hart, the greatest wrestler of all time. Stand there selling pocket sand and go, yeah, go win the WWF championship on my behalf. You have my blessing to avenge the loss I just Did suffered. Hart and Hogan not oh, each other behind the scenes. Uh, they never really interacted that much. It was the kind mm. of thing where, uh, apparently, you know, Ho when when Hogan came back or when Hogan showed up for this show, he was all like buddy buddy with. With Brett. You know, uh, the Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah, gimmick. And, and then immediately, what's the belt? It's like, it's not, losing to him isn't gonna work for me, brother. Yeah. Uh -huh. He was, uh, he he was, it's the same shtick that he pulled on The Undertaker when he, when he decided to pretend The Undertaker almost killed him. Was the, yeah. like, <laughs> he, he starts off, like, real buddy-buddy about it, and then it's just like, because, and this is, you know what, uh, I, I'm going to throw in allegedly for just like, you know, uh, safety purposes over everything we're talking about, but it's kind of like the Hulkster's MO is that like, he's, a he's catty this bitch. kind of like catty two-faced, like he's only ever, like, I don't know if he didn't like Brett. Um, I know that he only ever wanted to look out for himself in his spot. Um, it like putting anybody else over for him meant that he had to lay down, and that's not a thing he was comfortable with in any way, uh, because he thought it would it would hurt his ability to draw money, uh, and so he was like he was like oh I can't like I he's like I'll definitely promise Brett that I'm going to uh that I'm going to uh uh like take this belt we're gonna do this bit so that. Like Yokozuna, Yokozuna wins because we built him as a monster, and then uh, I like I come out and win the belt to send the fans home happy. And he's like, "I'll definitely promise Brett that I'll drop the belt back to him so that Brett will play ball." And then the second the belt's around his waist, he's like, "Fucking no way, Bret Hart's too small. I won't do it." Yeah, because he's, he's a dick, and I'm more than comfortable first. saying that. Yeah, yeah, worst part of wrestling. Yeah. I'm well, confident in saying that, even if it's a hot take. Fuck you. It, I don't <laughs> think it's Hulk that Hogan. hot a take at this point. Yeah. There's still, like, respect for Hulk Hogan as, like, a draw. Um, But I know I know now that a lot, a lot more people are a lot more aware of the fact that it's like, oh, he was just being a dick backstage, which is why he always got to be this larger-than-life character that always gets to win, is yeah. because he was doing... What what people call backstage politicking. You just so held things hostage. Yep.
Anyway, uh, should we talk about rating the match? Uh, I actually have one more thing I wanted to ah. bring up from Bret Hart's book. That kind of was just, like, heartbreaking to read. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Poor Bret, dude. So I'm going to quote Bret Hart's book, uh, which I totally know the name of. Uh, it's just called Hitman. Cool. Yep. That makes it easy. Uh, so this is, in, in for context, this is while talking to Vince McMahon about uh you know after Vince tells him that he's gonna he's gonna drop the belt to Yoko and, and Hogan's gonna pick it up. As I stood up to leave I asked, Did you take the belt from me because I didn't do a good enough job? <laughs> oh I knew you were gonna read this. No, <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Poor Brett. God damn, he's literally like the most fun to like like even when like he doesn't win, he's the most fun to watch because he sells so fucking good. I Andrew said this when we were doing notes. Like Brett, the way he wrestles is like like it's like if if Brett, wrestling was a hundred percent real to Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling like, was real for Brett, and it never stopped being real for Brett. <laughs> like something I'll say too is that like he makes everybody that he like that that like he fights look way. I mean, like I'm sure that you know like he does fight like opponents that are great but he makes them look way better when it's him fighting them like he 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 sells and makes everything look incredible and something that like you know in this match and other matches that he's done that i really like is that he puts in this this like he struggles to to do moves if that makes sense like he Mm -hmm. makes it look like when he's putting on the sharpshooter or like hitting a bulldog or something. He's like, I have to put everything in this. I have to like force yeah. this in. I can't just like compared to like pop into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and it just does so much to legitimize it and yeah. to just better tell stories. Brett's mm-hmm. Brett's so good about detail, um, which is uh, illustrated in my literally my favorite spot in the whole match is after like Yokozuna like runs and like crushes Bret Hart and Bret goes like tumbling <laughs> out of the ring. Yeah. And then when he's trying to get back in, Yoko keeps coming to the ropes and like kicking him in the head to keep him out. And so Bret like catches his foot, ties it up in the bottom two ropes and then like trips him. Um and it's just like like I it's the kind of attention to detail and like logical progression from like spot to spot in a wrestling match that to put my Jim Cornette hat on, you don't see as much anymore. Or you see it in like certain certain spots and like certain the ways that certain people wrestle, um, guys like FTR, uh, Punk obviously because the, the internet knows how much Punk is just doing a whole bunch of Bret Hart stuff, mm. uh, like Brian Danielson, all of the like the best wrestlers of modern times. You can watch them find details that make you think of Bret. Um, also, <laughs> a, a good Bret story. Because I don't think we're going to... Actually, I know we're not going to watch this match because it's fucking hidden. Um, uh, And I'm not going to name the wrestler's name partially because I don't remember it and also partially because I don't want to disparage anybody. Uh, But, Tyler, you said that Brett's good about making his opponents look good. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a famous story of a match that Vince McMahon wanted all of the copies of it destroyed. Because Bret Hart wrestled this, like, uh, this, like, rookie guy, 
uh, in a match on Monday Night Raw. And, and was, what'd you say? I have more context. Oh, was it not Sorry. Raw or where was it? I don't remember. Um, uh, it was a house show. Okay. Um, either way, Brett made him look so good that Vince McMahon was like, this guy's the next big thing, started to try pushing him, and it was like, oh no, that was all Brett? Oh. And he was like, I've made a mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> Brett could make anybody look that good. Um, which makes it, like, even more standout when he actually wrestles guys like fucking Sean. And, like... They they have they make like magic in the ring together because they're both so good that like your everything is elevated by Bret Hart's presence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the the um the one match that we watched that, that like I think like that that I've seen that like kind of like also like showed that was uh, when he fought a uh, bulldog like yeah. that. That like you can tell I, I, that like he he like he carried that match the whole like the entire time. Yeah, I this makes me hate Hogan and Vince more than I already hate, <laughs> I already do. Now yeah. let's do ratings. <laughs> oh okay, Andrew, why don't you start us off? Uh, I guess these are technically two different matches, so we'll rate both. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we're going to get to rate both. Yeah, yeah, same. Because I will give... uh, I will give Yokozuna versus Bret Hart three stars. Um, It was surprisingly fun, as far as I'm concerned. Uh... Do do we want me to also drop my Hogan rating, or are we going to circle back? No, drop it now. Okay. Uh, what is, like, the worst, Meltzer? It's negative something? Like, <laughs> so, if you go into negatives, it's the it's so bad. Oh, it's it starts... so bad, it's good? Okay, then Hogan Yokozuna gets a zero. I'll give it a zero because my feelings are hurt. Like... <laughs> But yeah, I'll give it, I'll give Brett and Yoko uh I'll, I'll give Brett and Yoko a, a three stars because it, it was fun. Like the um Brett worked actually really well around Yokozuna's size. Um, Yokozuna is like more mobile than I feel like I remember him being from any of the last times I watched him. Um, uh, it's. Like like I said, that the Brett's attention to detail still stands out. Um, I think the finish is fun. Like I I legitimately kind of pop for when like Brett is putting the sharpshooter on Yokozuna because you don't really think it's like a thing he's gonna be able to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like it's definitely a good time. And then Hogan comes out afterwards and is like, "What if I ruined this?" Yeah, uh, the only thing, in my opinion, that would have made Brett Yoko better is if it was just, like, a tiny bit longer. Uh, Mm -hmm. From Hitman, Bret Hart's book, another thing that's interesting is that, like, uh, apparently Yoko in this match just, like, started skipping parts. Like, they had planned a lot of spots that Ah. just didn't happen. 
uh, because Yoko was getting gassed. What do you mean? He wasn't even breathing heavy. <laughs> wasn't even breathing heavy. Yeah, wasn't even breathing yeah. heavy. Uh, so like Yoko <gasps> Zuda just like fast forwarded the match a couple of times apparently. Um, so I'm in, I'm I'm really in, I wish we could watch the match as Brett intended. Yeah. Uh, but even with that said, to me this is three and a quarter stars. It's a solidly good batch. Just wish it was a little bit longer. As for Hogan Yoko, God, it's it's a zero. It's a zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a zero. <laughs> It's almost not even a match. It's literally just leg drop, or, or it's literally big boot leg drop. Yeah, it's it's pocket sand clothesline leg drop. It's like... a joke is what it is, and it's not even a good one. God, Tyler, what do you think? For Brett and Yokozuna, three and a half. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I didn't expect to have as much fun as I did, but like I got into it. Like I, I, I don't know if I was ever bored during it, which is a thing for me that always brings up the score. Um, as for uh, for Hogan, uh, yeah, the worst score is zero, and maybe a firing squad. Dude, face the wall, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Face the wall. Now, Big Dave, friend of the show. Uh, rates Yokozuna versus Bret Hart at three stars. Woo! Yeah, star. Calls Yoko Hogan a dud, which is what he call he just calls his zero star matches duds because he doesn't want to even like put an official rating to it. Cool, we're right. No. I actually dead on matched our our friend of the show, Big Dave. Yeah, so with the correct answer this week, we got Andrew. Woo! I think this is the is this the first time anyone's been just flat on correct? Like, no, we've had we've had I correct. Think, yeah, there might have been, I think Tyler might have matched him. I like how we're saying correct. Or... We're like, yeah, we 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 have the same opinion. It's right. We, it's we the right start... opinion. It's the correct we're, opinion. We're gonna shift the podcast to like we're no longer like giving our star ratings. We're all trying to guess Dave's yeah. star rating. Like, that's, man, that's so funny. That's actually like apples. That's that's that's, that's actually wrong. Crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with man. that, anyone got any last words for us? Fuck the anxiety. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Fuck the Hulk. That, that would have been better. You're right. Fuck. As oh. always, fuck the Hulk Hogan, Bubba. And uh. with that, remember to like, comment, subscribe. You can find us over on YouTube. You can find us uh, uh, on 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 Twitch at on MySpace. Uh, Learning the Ropes. You can find us on on Instagram, Learning the Ropes Pod. You can find us uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever wherever you listen to podcasts. We should make a Twitter. Tyler, make you're in charge Twitter. of the Twitter. Fuck! All right, I'm on it right now. Tyler's in charge of the Twitter. This will be interesting. Uh, so follow us at Twitter. We'll put the next handle. Well, yeah, we'll put the handle the next yeah. episode and on the Instagram. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Peace out. Have fun. Enjoy life. Yo. Yo
before we're before we're fully off the air, oh, should okay. we talk about what the next episode is, Matt? Oh yes. Oh wait, is this the modern one? This is so, uh So this is going to be the last episode in kind of season one of Learning the Ropes. Or or uh next episode is gonna be the last episode in season one of Learning the Ropes. We're gonna be doing a retrospective episode on kind of the golden age of wrestling as we yeah. move as we kind of push forward af- with season two into the new generation yeah so uh look out for uh for the the next episode our, our uh rock and wrestling roundup we'll see you there it'll be rad